What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is Artemis Fowl. Now, this one comes from Disney, and it's actually on Disney Plus as we speak. And this one is directed by Kenneth Branagh, and this one is about Artemis Fowl, a young criminal prodigy that hunts down a secret society of fairies to find his missing father. So that's your plot in a nutshell, <laughs> or it tries to be. But, um, you know, going into this film, I remember when the teaser trailer dropped for it, and it was like what seems like six years ago at this point. And Disney was like, hey, we're going to try to adapt this from the very popular book series. Here you go. Like, what do you think? And it was kind of lukewarm, to be honest with you. I didn't feel like anyone was talking about it after the first piece of media dropped for it. Everyone was just kind of dead. Dead in its tracks, just like it, it landed on the internet. No one talked about it. And so... You know, Disney kept pushing it back, and then after the Fox acquisition, they kept pushing it and pushing it, so they landed on a date in August of 2020. And of course, the pandemic has happened, so Disney was like, all right, we'll push Mulan and Black Widow and all these other films, but we'll dump Artemis Fowl on Disney+. Plus." Just kind of shooing it along as the uh, horrid um, uh, <laughs> like person in the family, just like, Ugh, I don't know, man, you, you might not be good for... Um, theatrical or even a rental uh release you, you need to go straight to disney plus so and here we are you know as content creators we got fine stuff uh while we're all in this pandemic and you know studios are trying different things uh warner brothers and universal have gotten into the game of just dropping things on um for rental artemis Fowl just is just dropping straight up on disney plus no extra costs so i don't know how they're gonna make money on this thing they're gonna swim in the financial bath uh, of this film, but there's a reason why it's on Disney plus this movie's bad. And it's something I never, ever, ever want to watch again. I don't even think kids would enjoy this. I don't think parents that are going to have their kids force them to watch it are going to enjoy it. It's just a film that doesn't leave any type of memory whatsoever. And at the bare minimum, it would just be an okay movie. When you're throwing over 100 mil on this movie, I think that's what the budget was. That's not good. Uh, they were trying to create a series and a franchise out of this movie, but this is not a great stepping stone for that. I will tell you that much. First little thing to get out of the way. The plot synopsis on IMDb uh, hunts down a secret society of fairies to find his missing father. I got news for you. This is not a spoiler. This is just the movie. Artemis is in his house the entire time. He does not leave his house until the end of the movie. The fairies, the goblins, the ghouls, the trolls, whatever is in that world, they come to him. So he doesn't really discover anything. He might capture one of them. He might talk with one of them. And he's trying to find out where his father is. But he don't hunt no secret society down. The secret society comes to him. So I find that kind of weird that uh, this is the plot synopsis that people want to go with because that's not the case. Um... Second thing is that Kenneth Branagh, which I, I respect as a director, I think he's a, a great visionary for most stories. Like this, this is a guy who can adapt in any genre and just kind of run with it. it. It'll be his own. It might be good or bad, but it's his own and he can make it work. The problem with Artemis Fowl is that it is based on a collection of books. And so this film feels like it's not even a stepping stone to create a franchise 
it's trying so hard to be like other franchises. It's very reminiscent of I've seen online like Harry Potter and Spy Kids, pretty much any other YA novel that you want to think about just smashed together. That's what this film feels like. It doesn't have its own voice. It just feels like it doesn't even feel like a book series. It feels like a bunch of things that people came up with, threw in a cauldron, and were just like, all right, whatever that thing spills on the floor, that's what we're going to go with. And that is not how you're supposed to make a movie. That's not how you're not supposed to. Oh, Lord. Guys, it's, it's been a long quarantine. Uh, anyways, um, so, yeah, I just feel like this this is the type of film that's just trying so hard to be something else. It doesn't lend itself to be its own separate story and its own separate adventure to follow these people on. Um, also, this film feels like a sequel. So not only are they trying to do a stepping stone to a franchise, I feel like this is the second or the third one in the franchise. This doesn't even feel like a first movie. It just feels like we're just jumped into this thing and you know we're supposed to like know these characters and everything. It just it feels like there's a history with these people and these creatures, but this is the first time we've seen uh, have seen them and. And so that kind of results into no emotional weight to this thing. There's nothing to care about. There is um, a really kind of hollow feel to this entire movie. It just feels shallow in the way the production design is kind of brought together. They feel like just cheap sets. It's cheap in the emotional sense with Artemis and his dad. There's just nothing to anything to kind of string on to like emotionally or just investing Um with this story, it's just, it just feels so, so empty. And so it makes for the hour and 35 minute runtime, a boring, boring watch. And I was just waiting for it to be over with. Um, you know, I, I can see where the sense of adventure and the sense of fun and just vibrancy that this world can offer. But when the most of your film takes place inside of a home, it feels restrictive. It doesn't feel creative. It doesn't feel like you have the ultimate bounds to just to kind of go wherever you want with this world. It just feels very closed in. So it doesn't really open the imagination whatsoever. Once again, feeling really hollow and shallow. And so I do think the majority of everything I just said does fall off, fall on uh, Kenneth's uh, shoulders as a director. I just think you really misfires on this entire thing. And it doesn't feel like a book series at all. And then I've heard from people that the book series is way better. I hope it is because this is not a great representation of that. I think this thing just, it shoots for the fences. God bless it, but it falls flat on its face. The second biggest thing I, I would say that's wrong with this film is for Dia Shah. The young boy that plays Artemis Fowl. If this kid wants to have a career in acting, go for it. Acting is tough. I get that. You want to you want to put yourself out there? Go for it. But he's got to get better at it. This is not the type of acting that lends itself to a lead role, a person that we're supposed to follow throughout this entire journey, have that emotional heft to him with the the father in that relationship, the sense of adventure that he wants us to go on with him. It's just like none of that's there. It's a very one-dimensional performance. It feels like a lot of basic line reading and some weird facial reactions after said line reading that they should have definitely cut away from sooner because it's just super awkward to watch it's just not the type of performance that 
they they should have just re recast it. I'm sorry. It's just he's he's just not good. God bless him. He wants to go off and do this as a career. Just work on it. But this is not a good uh I think representation of what your career wants to be. So everyone else is whatever. Uh, Josh Gad's quite annoying. Um I think the best person uh Oh, speaking of Josh Gad, Judy Dench is also in this, and they have like this gruffness to their voice to make it seem like they're, I don't know, like fable characters. It's just so weird that Kenneth would ask them to like, uh, please, please, can you talk like you have smoker's lung? It's just, it it doesn't sound good uh, whatsoever. I'm trying to look up um, non non so a nosy. That guy was good. He was the sidekick. Uh, he was the butler, but you're not supposed to call him a butler. To Artemis Fowl, um, he's the one that kind of like helps him, you know, try to find his dad and like, you know, help him uncover all these secrets and stuff, and also kind of keep some from him. He was good. He he probably gave the most like life uh, to his performance. The most um, I don't know, just there's a liveliness to him. And, like I feel like like that was the type of character placed into this world, this fantasy movie that I thought was appropriate, and he did a decent job. Everyone else, no thank you. So I don't know what else to say about this movie. It's not for me. If you are a parent that has a kid that's looking for a film with a sense of adventure and fantasy and just, you know, riveting action, a great emotional story, you ain't getting that. And I also don't think that this is good just to place in front of them to burn an hour and a half and you go off somewhere else and, I don't know, have a drink or hang out with your friends. It's just, it's not a good film to occupy their time with. I think kids would be bored with this movie. You have no idea what's going on half the time. And when they start explaining stuff, it's just, it just feels like exposition dump to get the audience on board on what's going on. But you've already lost like half your audience, especially when you start explaining this stuff. It's just, there's just nothing to it. So, and if you're an adult that has to watch this, um, good luck. I'm going to give Artemis Fowl a D. That's as far, that's as low as I'll go with it. You know, I can't really give an F, you know, there are some special effects sequences that are rendered properly and they do look somewhat cool and there's some interesting action and some, you know, set pieces that, you know, could have made it more entertaining. But other than that, it's, you know, it's, it's competently made in terms of like someone put a camera in front of a actor, press record type of deal. Um, but everything else, I, I just think that, that sense of fantasy in this world building that they try to create, it just feels so restricted. And you can feel that just throughout the movie. It just feels like they have no idea what they want to do with the story. And it just, ah, mm, mm, there could have been more to it. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, um, yeah, I just, I don't know if uh, this would please anybody, even if someone has never read the books or if someone has read all the books. So, what, uh, what do you feel about the movie, uh, Artemis Fowl? Please comment down below and let me uh, know what you thought about this. If you are uh, watching from my YouTube channel, please like this video, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can get up to dates on whatever I review. If you're listening to this on the Real Me In podcast feed, um, you know, like this episode, share it around with your friends, and uh, let people know that Real Me In is a good source for movie reviews. And if you are a podcast listener and you want this in podcast form and you don't want to see my ugly face, then you can go do that. 
Just search Real Me on all podcast platforms so you can get it in audio form. That will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.